<laughs> Welcome to Go to Trash, episode 363. Best wishes by Mike Richardson and Paul Chadwick. My name is Eric. And I am Jason. Hello, Jason. Why, hello. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like feels like it's been a minute since we've done this. Uh, it has been like two or three weeks, hasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it feels a little longer than usual. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure why. Maybe maybe it hasn't? I don't know. I I don't know time anymore. I know, yeah, ever since the robots took over. Yeah, yeah. God, we're I wish the robots would take over. We're not allowed our time pieces anymore. <laughs> Luckily, you hid your swatch in your anus. Yep, just like Christopher Walken. In uh, Whitley Strieber's communion. <laughs> yep, that's why they were probing him. <laughs> yeah, they were, we're looking for that watch. Yep. They knew those watches are going to be worth money on the alien black market. That was the best part of that movie. <laughs> the misremembered part of it. <laughs> Never actually seen it. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. I remember because when I was young, I was probably like 12 or whatever when it You're came You're always out. young. <laughs> I'm going to die young unless I get married. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I remember my cousin was really into um, like the idea that aliens were among us. Sure. So much so that... She's he, not wrong. Well, that was he. That okay. he, he was a card-carrying member of MUFON. The, uh, oh, something about something member, like, something that, basically they thought UFOs were, you know, landing all the time and okay. people were taking pictures of them. I forget what the acronym was for, MUFON. It's like muffin spelled wrong. <laughs> but... But he was, like, so into it, and he bought all the books and read all the books about, like, people being abducted. And he brought over um, Communion, and he's like, you have to see this movie. And uh, we watched it together, and I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, it's based on his real-life true events. And I was like, I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm 12. You're 22. You should know better than this. <laughs> like, I'm not saying aliens aren't real, but right. a Whitley Strieber book is certainly not going to convince me of it yeah i uh i do think that aliens are real we're we're probably aliens well probably. sure we we are most likely the the offspring of, yeah. of some sort of alien genetic uh dickery yeah uh <laughs> it's probably the best word for it yeah uh we are an alien failure yeah for certain they're like let's just leave them here <laughs> since that didn't work out yeah and yeah. like move on uh no I I think that you know there there are definitely something out there if not uh definitely time travelers oh yeah yeah right. uh that that have just come back in time to just fuck with us yeah I'm, I'm or just fuck us I wouldn't yeah. be I wouldn't be surprised about that yeah. but but it it would it would really surprise me if there weren't yeah many many you know other other systems of life and sure uh, planets full of it would be much ridiculous better. that we are the only... It would be rather that. ridiculous, yeah. wouldn't it? It, it? What is not ridiculous is that we have not traveled to any other you know, species or, or been able to make contact because we're fucking dumb. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like, see, there's no proof of alien existence. And it's like, well, it's because we're too stupid to, to find it. Right, yeah, yeah. Or or even perceive it. Yeah. Correctly. Right. Yeah. Very true. Uh, that said... Yeah, I think Whitley Strieber is probably just a crackpot. Yeah. 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 
Uh, I, I've heard many an interview with him on uh, Coast to Coast AM when I used to listen to that. Oh, what a great show. <laughs> I've tried to listen to it occasionally. Like, like uh, I have a terrible habit of... Uh, I don't know if it's a habit, but uh, it's... Uh, I don't... Uh, I don't have a washer and dryer in my house, so I have to go out and do my laundry like some sort of Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, uh, I don't like going to the laundromat when other people are there, so I usually try to do it at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. Because there's usually a greater chance that nobody will be there when I'm doing it. And a pretty good chance that if you do run into someone, they're going to be really interesting. <laughs> also very true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so you know, like when I'm driving to the uh, to the laundromat, like I'll I'll turn on Coast to Coast AM just to just to give it a listen for oh, like yeah. the ten minute drive or whatever. And uh, it is, is definitely not not uh, as good as I remember. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Again, it's hard to you know get it with a ten minute chunk in the middle oh, of the true. show. You that's know, true. But, yeah. Yeah, but I think one. Yeah, George wasn't it died. George Nori. Yeah, no, he's still around. Which one died? One of them died. Art Bell, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was. I'm him. not sure. He one, might still be around. I, I know one of the guys that was like that used to host it is dead, but I can't remember yeah, which one. I don't know. Uh, honestly, like if it's if that is true, then I would say it's Art Bell. But Art Bell may still be alive. I'm not sure. Or mm. he finally got uh, abducted. Maybe <laughs> that could have been it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, he's just ghost hosting it now. Could be. Ooh, from beyond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the the other thing about these uh, three a.m. Uh, laundry trips that I do, uh-huh. uh, that's pretty much the majority of the time where I read the book that we're gonna <laughs> review. Is that where you read Best Wishes? Yes. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Best wishes. Best wishes. It's a it's Dark Horse comic, I think. Yes, it is. Maybe. Yeah. Mike Richardson is the founder and publisher of Dark Horse. So that makes sense. Then sure. he knows somebody that could put that out it, for him. I mean, it would not make sense if he decided to say, hey, Boom Studios. Yeah, or, yeah, or Image or right. Marvel. Uh, he knows where his bread, his bread is buttered. Because <laughs> he butters it. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> It's probably in his kitchen, where he gives his butter. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm a huge concrete fan. Yeah, me too. It's it's in my top five favorite comics ever, without a doubt. I, I've I've not read as many as you have, uh, but but uh, I have loved what I've read. Yeah, uh, I think Paul Chadwick is a fantastic artist. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I have an idea of where this is headed. <laughs> Concrete, it ain't. Next episode. <laughs> Can I just for a second just 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 take a breather here and say thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Well, let, let me put it in my own words. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a lot of superhero comics, uh, a lot of 
a lot of a lot of uh, dudes in spandex punching each other. A lot of a lot of sci-fi happenings. So you're emotionally stunted. You're saying? Well, sure, there is that. Uh, but but uh, you know, like like uh, and, and you know, concrete even uh, you know at, at its at its very base is a is a sci-fi. Comic. It is. It's 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 kind of like the Hulk or something. Yeah, the yeah. thing. Yeah, it reminds me of the thing. Yeah. Um. None of those comics that I have ever read have ever shaken my suspension of disbelief like this fucking thing. Right? This is the most unbelievable <sighs> yeah, fucking waste of time that I've ever read. <laughs> I've definitely read more waste of time things. And I probably have. Yeah, yeah. But this is definitely... I don't feel like I've ever gotten as angry reading a book as I did this. So, okay, well, that's interesting. It, it didn't. It didn't make me angry. So I'm curious. I'm curious about that. <laughs> like you just found it like infuriating because yes, you're like I'm along for this giant ride uh-huh. that's just going around the block. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And also, again, the 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 suspension of disbelief. You know, I I feel like as a as a fan of of uh, comics and and horror and sci-fi and and, and entertainment in general, mm-hmm. y- you have to have a pretty sturdy sense of uh, sense of that. Yeah. Um, and, and so in this comic that is basically just about normal people living their lives. Yeah. It is so goddamn unbelievable. To the point where my patience wore thin. Yeah, I I can see that. I can I can empathize with that. I so I I read this entire book in one sitting before it was even released because I got it. I was so excited to see something new by Paul Chadwick, even sure. though even though he didn't write it, and I do think he's an amazing writer. Well, uh, he kind of wrote it. Yeah, he 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 did the script. Yeah. So it's like basically kind of like Marvel style. Mike Richardson said, "Here's the story," right? And then Paul Chadwick made it into a comic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was really excited because seriously, I love Paul Chadwick. Sure. And it's um, been a while since he's done it. It's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. And so I read this all the like like we unpacked our books at Mavericks and um and did our files and then we went home the night before this was released and I took this home with me. Because I was so excited to read it. Sure. So I read it like the night before it actually released, and I don't think I've ever been more disappointed in a comic book than I've ever read. Um, like, and it's not just ex- it's not that I honestly don't feel it's you know extremely awful. I just think it's very disappointing, and and it is like part of it just feels like they've so badly wanted to pitch this as a movie. But they just made it into a comic book instead, because it feels more like some sort of rom com movie. It definitely has a lot of rom com sort of aspects to it. Yeah, uh, without a lot of the com. I mean, there's a little bit of there's comedy, there's very little comedy. Yeah, it's more just like <sighs> incidental, like inner relationship kind of like. Uh, 
zaniness. It's not really yeah, like right. it's nothing really that makes you laugh. It's just more like, oh, that's it's like the world's most boring comic book adaptation of a Three's Company episode. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah. a really unfunny Three's Company, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it does like somewhere on the back I think uh yeah they they call it a wooden Woody Allen-esque tale of New York um about meme madness fame's price and the secrets of the heart and like I do feel like there is something about this that reminds me of Woody Allen's storytelling mm-hmm. but I honestly think Woody Allen is like a hundred times better at this type of storytelling and it just seems like maybe Mike Richardson watched Match Point or something and he was like I could do that. And right. it's like, no. Maybe you should go back and write a sequel to 47 Running or something. <laughs> so, um, so you, the, the description that you just read, uh, also I think plays into, to how I felt about this book is that, you know, I mean, Paul Chadwick, uh, has been making comics for a very long time. Like 30, 35 years. Sure, maybe? yeah. And Michael Richardson, Mike Richardson has, has been publishing at least since the, the late 80s. And, you know, God knows what he was doing before he found a dark horse. I, like, I'm not entirely yeah. sure, but probably had some hand in making some comics at some point I, before that. I would that. imagine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, I would imagine that both of these men are now in their 60s probably around there yeah. yeah um and there is so much of this book that just feels like old men writing about stuff they barely comprehend yeah yeah <laughs> um, well i'm kind of as out of touch techno technologically speaking so maybe right. i didn't catch as much of that but you mean as far as like the memes and the, yeah everything yeah uh just just the basic grasp of modern technology and and sort of the way it works in the world uh and just you know there there are very large sections of this book that are set in a graphic design uh company oh right and, yeah. and uh you know i mean my job isn't exactly you know a graphic design studio but a lot of elements of that there are elements to it and and you know i've been in the business enough and long enough uh and studied it that there is so much about this that just feels like it would be more appropriate if this story took place in the 70s yeah right so okay for people to have some sort of context we should tell them what this story is about other, other than just being disappointing and right. outdated, um, so you so you, so you kind of know where we're going. So it's it's called Best Wishes, and it opens up on I think in Italy, maybe I believe so. Yes, um, where this older couple is uh, lamenting the fact that their 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 town's ancient um, wishing well or wish like fountain, yeah. where people often make wishes, is being taken and sold to give more money to you know, their community. Right. Um, and it's being shipped off to New York City. Sure. And so it arrives in New York City in Central Park, and then people start making wishes there and flipping coins in, as, yeah. as you would do. Sure. And then something magical happens. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, basically, uh, uh, t- 
two of the world's worst people make a wish. And uh, and then we follow these terrible people uh, for like 200 pages of this thing. And there's a third horrible person too. <laughs> right? So so there's a lady named... God, I don't even remember her name. I don't give a shit. Mary? Is it Mary? Sure! So Mary, we'll go with Mary. Yeah, Mary. It is Mary, I think. Cal. And Josh. Josh. Yeah, yeah. alright. So Mary is just... Is, is not a graphic designer. No. She's she's, she's uh, unemployed. Yeah, she's an unemployed lady. Yeah, um, who happens to be dating the star quarterback of the New York Jets. They look for unemployed. Uh, Usually, yeah, yeah, people. And uh, no, well, no, he says he says I think there's a scene in there which I do. This is actually probably very believable. He was he was he was impressed with the fact that she did not know who he was when right. he met her because he knew she wasn't like a gold digger. Right. Um, because she'd never heard of him. She wasn't a football fan. He's right. a fo- he's a football player. And uh, this is what star quarterback of the New York Jets mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't know that until just now. <laughs> I I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day about football, and I said, I, and like this is in a room with people buying football cards from us, and I said. I said, football is to me the least interesting sport. I said, I would honestly, like, I'm not kidding, rather watch two elderly men play checkers than to watch any football game that's ever been played. <laughs> like, that's how uninterested in football I am. Like, sure. like, I cannot think of another game that I would rather watch football over. Right. Like, anything. Yeah. Salamander race. <laughs> Like whatever. Well, who doesn't want to see a good salamander? <laughs> oh yeah, when like you got you got your sandwiches and your popcorn and the beers flowing, it's nice. Is it in season right now? Salamander I think so. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. We're just still in season. Yeah. Okay. So I can watch football a lot more than I can watch some other sports, like fucking NASCAR. Just, just I'd rather watch NASCAR. Oh, like I don't get it whatsoever. Oh, I hate it. Okay, right. but, oh, that well, would, but I would. This is where I'm going with it. Yeah, is I find football watchable, but I would rather not. Yeah, yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, and, and I would mostly put that for every other sport, with the occasional exception of baseball. Yeah, baseball, even basketball. I like basketball. Yeah, and and hockey. hockey's my favorite. But yeah. but I, even that, like, I could go a solid year or two oh, without yeah. watching a game. But same. But I've watched like three hockey games this year, and I've enjoyed them all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like 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 I can enjoy those, but I would much rather just not. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of other things to do. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, so this football player and and Mary, who's a jobless lady, and Cal is a kind of a failing or upstart graphic designer. Yeah, he's trying to start his own. Company. He's upstart and failing. Yeah, which I buy that. That's <laughs> that happens. Right? I mean, that's, that's essentially me. Most graphic designers. Yeah. Probably. yeah. <laughs> But so Mary and Cal both make a wish in the wishing fountain at the same exact moment, and their coins like clank even though they don't even see each other. Like, right. But they just flip their coins in this giant fountain, and uh, somehow their wishes get reversed yep. to the other person. Yeah, it's kooky. It is. Yeah. Uh, and then uh. And then from that point, all believability just jumps right out the fucking window. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> if this book would have been 
instead of like a, you know 130 pages or whatever, it would have been 30 pages, and it would just been about Mary and none of the wishing bullshit, none of the football player bullshit, just her and like the weird circumstance that surrounded her. I think I would have fucking loved it. I really do. Like none of the wishy, none of the wish stuff. Just her happened to do this thing because it's about something that she kind of falls into right. because of the wish. But right. if they were to take the wish out of it and she just, it would have been much more believable if it had been this thing that just kind of happened and she got swept up in. Yes. I would have actually loved that book. I can see where you're coming from. Uh, but still, as somebody who has been tendentially involved in the graphic and advertising business for the last 20 years... <laughs> Uh, that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> not not the way that it plays out, at least. I mean, it's very possible that somebody could just... Cause she basically just doodles a thing in a... And there happens to be a contest. There happens to be a contest, but also there happens to be a, a, a seasoned graphic design professional just hanging out yeah. and sees her draw this thing. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my god, that's it. Yeah. And it suddenly becomes this logo for New York City that becomes like this... Phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, because... So they're trying to reunite all the different people in New York City and, like, stop the uh, segregation and crime and all the... Yeah. You know, all these, like, you know... It's just a PR stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to, like, unify people. Yeah. And so they're having this contest to design a symbol for the city. And this lady who has no graphic design skills right. designs this little logo and it becomes, it's the, it's the thing. It's the new Nike swoosh only yeah. on, a, on steroids and right. crack cocaine and yeah. with an erection. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and everybody loves it. Yeah. And she goes fucking bug shit. She's, she's the biggest star since Whitley Strieber. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all alien to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't you want to probe a little more into this book? <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but I honestly, like, I honestly loved that element of the book, just about her and her, like, just. I think that story is interesting. Yeah. The way it's played out in this story is not right. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and, and again, like even if you do remove all the wish bullshit and and weird romantic drama stuff happening, like if it just that story is, is it, yeah, it's an interesting story, right? Uh, but 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 the execution of it, even without all that uh, extras, oh, yeah. is, is is just so unbelievable. It's it it's like that little nugget of story is like the most amazing piece of like. Sashwan chicken you've ever had sandwiched in a loaf of stale moldy bread. Yeah. And you have to eat the entire loaf of bread to get, to that. get that piece yeah, of chicken. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this book is. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so it's, it's about her in this crazy circumstance. She suddenly becomes the greatest graphic designer in uh, the world, even though she's not a graphic designer. And so her bosses are like, well, you should fake it. And so she hires our, our other guy, yeah, Cal. The guy that probably deserved that job because yeah. he's really, you know, he's trying and he's, sure, he's sure. pretty good, I guess. I yeah. guess. And we never really see, yeah. you know, that come into play. But 
Uh, you know, it works. And then, uh, and then there's Josh, the football, the player. football player, who's just weird and creepy. Yeah, and his his whole like kind of purpose seems to be to, I don't know, to be a a foil for the obvious romance that's going to be budding between Mary and Cal. Right. Um, and he like is constantly cock blocking their um ever getting together because you know he is in a relationship with mary sure, so it's not sure. it's not like he's, he's not he's not cock blocking but to the reader you want you want mary and cal to get together supposedly if you care about them right which we didn't know <laughs> but but that's what you're supposed to you're do. supposed to yeah. i mean i can tell you're supposed to i can tell yes. i can tell everything that's happened in this <laughs> book i can just also tell you why it's not working yeah yeah it's not like we're missing anything no yeah absolutely occasionally that happens Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're dumb. We're the first to admit yeah. that occasionally we read something and we're just like, I don't get it. <laughs> the Watchmen didn't have much fighting in it, but this isn't that. <laughs> Why did the guy with the blue schlong not kick a guy more people's asses in that movie? I don't know. He's tough and barely got to kick ass. Dumb. <laughs> But this isn't that. No, it is not. This is us wishing that it would have been 20 pages yeah. in, a, in an issue of Dark Horse Presents. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, Josh is not really, yeah, he's not deliberately cock-blocking anyone. It's just, yeah, he's he's the boyfriend. Right. Uh, but like you said, everything is so fucking predictable and, and spelled out for you before oh, it even happens. Yeah, it, it is. Like, even the twists with him. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh, yep. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Uh, but, but the thing that I didn't get is that 90% of the time, whenever Josh shows up, he is always heavily in shadow, like he is going to fucking murder somebody. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember thinking that too. I was like, oh, he's, this is dark. Right. What's happening? Right. But no, it's just, uh, did Paul just not feel like drawing his face that day? Maybe he didn't feel like using his terrible gray tones. <laughs> because that's the only thing I can say negatively about the artwork. It has maybe some of the worst, like, terrible computer gray tones. It, I just do not like those at all. I, I did, honestly didn't notice. Oh man, I do not like those. Like, I think it would have been much better if it would have been either really light grays or just no grays at all. Because it's, it, sometimes it's just, it's just ugly. Like I, like I honestly don't recall. Uh, I mean, it's not bad. I, I, d- mean, it, I didn't like them. It does its job. Uh, I don't know. I, I th- think, I, th- I thought they actually took away from it. I think if it had been Zipatone, like, it probably would have worked better. I mean, there's definitely, like, this uh, page I'm looking at here where it is literally just a gradient. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's that a... doesn't work. There's some of that. There's even one, I think, where I, I noticed at least one where it just looks like they just kind of put a square of gray over something that's not square-shaped, like, just to, like, oh, this part needs to be darker, but... We're not going to take the time to actually go right. along the contours. I don't. I don't know. It just like that sounds nitpicky, but I'm just like, why do it if you're going to half-ass it? Like either just don't do it, and it, his art is strong enough to stand on its own. It definitely is. Uh, 
I don't think it detracts, but it definitely doesn't help it. I think it is is perfectly perfectly mediocre. Yeah. Uh, I think I with think, the exception of these gradient right portions where it just it looks bad. See, and I think Eric's being extra fair here. <laughs> I I definitely think like put myself in the position of Paul Chadwick. A I wouldn't do this, yeah. uh, but B. Like, you know, either ink wash yeah. or halftone patterns. Not, like, it's basically just coloring, but they're gray. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's basically, it, it's like it should have been in color, but they just, uh, yeah, switched the, the, I, uh, setting. I do think this thing would have maybe looked better in color, which is not something you'll hear me say very often. Right. But, yeah. but I do think this book would have worked better in color. I think stark black and white ink wash or zipatone patterns yeah. would have worked a lot better than what we're presented with artistically. Yep. It would not help the story at all. No. <laughs> yeah, the story's bad. Yeah. It's just bad. It's it's like cheesy and just a little too it ties up a little too perfect yeah, and it's overwritten, it's overwrought. Yeah. Uh the, the just everything that happens in it is just so telegraphed. Uh, it's an eight to twelve page story in a hundred and twenty, hundred thirty page book. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because it takes forever to get to where we know it's going. Yeah, and and honestly, like, like I even read the part where like their coins um, go into the fountain, and at still at that point, I didn't realize that it was going to go to this thing where like they magically got their wishes and they magically get their wishes switched. Right. I just thought. Like, okay, okay, this is interesting. They're both making wishes and, you know. And then once I realized that it was actually giving them, you know, the the power of wishing and also those wishes were magically switched from one person to the other, that was maybe the, the only part I actually got mad at. And then, <laughs> like, I was like, really? Come on. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, I mean, yeah, stuff like that was terrible, too. You know, I definitely... Got angry at things like that. Got angry at just things characters would say or do. You know, uh, the Mary's roommate is just an infuriating blot <laughs> that, that just serves no real purpose yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, she was annoying. Uh, she was just, yeah. and, and she is ultimately a nothing in this book. Like, right. take her out, nothing changes. Right. Um, unless I think there was a point where you kind of thought, uh, Josh was going to maybe hook up with her. Right. So it kind of gave you this feeling of maybe you can't trust Josh, but that didn't end up happening. But maybe that's the only reason she was really there to kind of give you that red herring. Yeah. Yeah. But even then it didn't work because, because as soon, eh, fuck it. I don't care. As soon as Josh meets Cal, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. You really do. I yeah. mean, it's just right there. There is no subtlety, no. no foreshadowing. I mean, there's foreshadowing, but it's like, you know, like with a hammer to your face. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I hate that Paul Chadwick wasted so much time on this. And, like, you know what's really infuriating? I just now noticed on the cover, 
which is drawn by Paul Chadwick. Sure. His signature's there, and it says 2014. Ooh. Did he really spend three years of his life drawing this? <sighs> Probably. God, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it takes a while. I know, that's awful. I mean, not... And, like, only in the sense that that was <clears throat> three years of his his creativity that you know, he didn't he didn't get to, like, work on other stuff because right. he was working on this. But, I mean... I hope he loved this. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. And I hope it's made into a movie and they both become millionaires and Paul Chabot can use that money. Mike Richardson is already coasting for the rest of his life off Dr. Giggle's money. <laughs> it's got to be true. That's got to be true. And the mask. And the mask. Uh, yeah. but, but no, um, I would love to see Paul Chabot become a millionaire and sure. do whatever the hell he wants to do artistically yeah. and not have to do anything like as shitty as this to pay bills. <laughs> so I hope I hope this is made into a movie and it becomes like the biggest. Even, block. even if it doesn't, you know, like 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 I said, I hope that he was one thousand percent into this story. Right. That this was like like Mike called him up and said, "Hey, I got this idea." And Paul Chadwick was just like, "Fuck yes, yeah, sign me up a million times." I I really. Yeah, but it is so. such a slog. It is, yeah. Um, and again, like, like there is so much of it that just reeks to me of just like old white dudes out of touch with modern reality. technology and yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like the, there's even like pages where people just talk about software programs that people use to do you know graphic design and advertising work like <laughs> why right like none of that is necessary yeah that is just paul chadwick or Trying. mike richardson to say hey see i know what's going on see yeah uh or just like like just like vague understandings of like smartphone technology like like it is or, or again it's like i bet Paul Chadwick probably worked as a graphic designer in his early days yeah, before comics. Pro- probably, yeah. And I think that there's a lot of this that just comes from, this is what it was like when I was doing it in 1978. Maybe, I mean, do they ever say when this was set? I mean, they do have that scene where there's a guy that did an album cover in the 60s. Like the 70s or whatever. Let's see. But they're also, like, watching stuff on YouTube live, you know. Oh, it says the, an album cover from over 40 years ago. So, yeah. yeah, it's not supposed to be set in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be set now. It's, yep. Yeah, it's, yep. Yeah, and and you mentioned a, ago, or a minute ago about it being a slog, and uh, I mentioned earlier that I read it all in one setting. It's because yeah. I, I honestly feared if I was like, if I put this down, I'm probably not going to pick it back up for, like, a week. Yeah. Because I'm, it's not, like... I'm not into it. Exactly. So I was like, I have to read it all right now. I read it in one, I read it in two settings, uh, mostly because I ran out of time the first, you know, but I got through, like, like I said, I took this uh, with me to do, to do laundry. Uh, I read all but the last 20 pages, like there, and then I read the last 20, like at my lunch break at work. Uh, basically one setting. And yeah, and it was, there was no joy in me having to pick it back up. I know, right? To finish it. Yeah. And it's sad too, cause, uh, I mean, yeah, Paul Chadwick's, <clears throat> like, the people he draws and, like, 
he's a the, great artist. Like these like cool establishing shots. He's he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this book was just like a a one out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it will. This copy will be available <laughs> for five dollars at Mavericks Cards and Comics. Even though it has a cover price of twenty, yes, um, uh, barely read. Uh, read twice. Read twice. Uh, flipped through a handful of times. Um, but it will be there in our discount trade bins yeah. as of tomorrow. Yeah, as uh, you know, I'm sure our our stunning and flattering review will yeah. certainly send this flying <laughs> off the shelf. But I mean, if you want to prove us wrong and read it, hey, yeah. Um, hell, if you come in and use the code word uh, "lanky pants." And you say it to Jason Young while he's working, you can have it for free. Because I'm not going to get paid for this. I'm just donating it. So you must come in and look Jason Young in the eye and say, Lanky Pants. And you will get a free copy of Best Wishes. As long as supplies last. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for the day. That Brian John Mitchell visits Dayton, Ohio. Or that somebody does... And you have no fucking clue. <laughs> it's probably true. What they're like, saying. Like, what are you, what? Link? <laughs> what about my pants? <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Let's, yeah. let's, let's pause bashing uh, Paul Chadwick for a minute. I know. I hate doing it. It's like, it's like, I want to love it's, him. It's I want to love him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think. That possibly also makes it worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. I would never heard of either one of these guys, I'm like, ah, eh, well, man, eh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Maybe next time, guys. No, yeah. be like, but like these guys, or at least one of these guys, makes amazing books. Yep. Not this time. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, take a break. <laughs>
Hi. Welcome back. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so I have read uh, two other graphic novels. Or, well, I read a graphic. No, they were both trade paperbacks, I guess you would eh, say. Whatever. Right. I read two series this okay. week, uh, in some format or another. Both of which, better than uh, the one we just read. <laughs> Alright. Um, I read, uh, Alien's Dead Orbit. Okay. Wow. Cause, so literally, like, two minutes ago, I was trying to think of what our next pick was gonna be. <laughs> Aliens Dead Orbit. Was it going to be one of them? Totally popped into my head. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I should get the next issue by the time uh, we do a show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, well, I read that. Okay. I, sh- I mean, I should hold off what I think about it. Yeah, in case go, it's... Uh, go for it. Um, it was it was so amazingly drawn. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's amazing. Um, the actual story, I think, was, was good. There was a couple of things, I think, where maybe it like jumped a little bit like in time or whatever because you know there's like flashbacks and things involved and you know you're not you know it's not like completely linear but there's just a couple of times where i was like huh i guess you have to kind of fill in the gaps um and i'm not real sure about the ending i'll have to see what you think about the ending but but whatever complaint i have is more than made up for by the amazing james stokoe artwork oh yeah absolutely it's incredible that is 99% 99% of the reason yeah. I bought that book. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like a good 85% for me. I probably would have bought it if it would have been like anything. Right. But the fact that it was aliens, which I fucking love, I was really excited for. Right. So, and his, his drawings of the aliens are just incredible. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah. Um, I also read Plutona. Have you read Plutona? Is that the Jeff Lemire? Yeah. That didn't last very long, did it? No, I think it was. It was just like a mini series, like okay. five issue mini series. Um, it was it was okay. Yeah. Like like the concept's really neat. It's like stand by me with a superhero instead of a boy. All right. Um, Looking for a dead body. Well, yeah, the, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was kind of interesting, but um, I just didn't. Re- I didn't really like the characters that much, so this yeah. it was hard to like get into it. But the actual concept is really cool, and the art's great. It's uh. For your name, like, I want to say it's like Emmy, Emmy something. I can't remember her name. I'd never heard of her, but um, artwork was, was really good. Stuck. Yeah, it was really good artwork. I don't want to say Emmy Linux, but I might be thinking of Annie Linux. So, uh, but anyway, it was good. It was good artwork. But. Emil Linux? Is that a person? I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, those books were both better than Best Wishes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to keep talking about best wishes. It's okay. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was terrible. Yeah. That's yeah. It's um, not good. No. It really isn't. Uh, but it's over now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah. Did you read anything else cool? I don't believe I have. No. Uh, maybe I read an issue of something, but, uh, no, I can't think of anything I've read mm. recently. Uh, I mean, I've been keeping up on Batman White Knight. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I have not read the newest issue yet. Mm. The uh, one that's worth like $15? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and still, Mr. Miracle, I think, is the best oh, yeah. superhero comic currently being published. Uh, if you're not reading it, you're a fool. <laughs> um, I read What If number one from the 70s this week Ooh. as well. Where Spider-Man joins the Fantastic Four and okay, was, Fantastic Five. Gonna ask uh, what the, the what if was. Yeah, it was like, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four and they become the Fantastic Five? Yeah. And, uh. Is he bag on his head? No, no, uh, no. Fuck that. The shit goes wrong. Of course it does. Yeah. It always does. <laughs> I know. And the watcher just, he just stands there like watching. Right? Yeah. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Dick in a dress. <laughs> But, uh, it, it was okay. It was not the best what if comic I ever read, but, but, it, you know, it was interesting. And, I, and it was the first one. So I read the thing at the back where Roy Thomas talks about how excited he is about the series and it does really go like some really cool places. So, sure. um, I think I'm going to go through and read them all because I have, because awesome. I haven't read them in years and years. And some of them I've never, like I'd never read number one because I didn't have it. Right. Um, but I bought it and it was okay. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't great, but yeah. They're all fun. Sure. I like, I, I like I've that enjoyed book. myself a what if. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite Marvel series ever, I think. I, uh, know at one point in time in my, my early collecting days, uh, the very first time that I ever spent what would possibly be considered too much money <laughs> on a comic book was. Uh, was, uh, the what if, uh, Phoenix had not died. Oh, okay. Cause it was priced up, like yeah. collect, collector market oh, value. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure about it at Mavericks. So. Oh, what'd you pay? Oh, uh, at like the time? Five bucks or something. Probably closer to ten. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, this was 1988. That's probably like a two or three dollar comic now, you know? Probably, I mean, it's probably. not, it's not like dollar box comic, but it's not ten dollars anymore. No, yeah, definitely not. Uh, but, but I was like really like starting my, my habit at the time and, uh, really had gotten into the old X-Men. Oh yeah. And so, so that was definitely a thing I wanted to have. See, that's more cool. Than life itself at right. the time. Right. When I was nine. <laughs> that was good stuff. I remember reading those, yeah. uh, Claremont issues around that same, around the tenor. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember buying the, not reboot, but, uh, the, the, the second series, the second volume of what if, oh, yeah. uh, I bought issue number two off the rack at a, at a convenience store. Which one was, was it the Punisher vampire one? No, oh. it was, uh, what if, uh, Daredevil had killed the Kingpin? Oh. Drawn by a very young and very unrecognizable stylized Greg Capullo. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and also, I fucking loved that comic. Yeah. Like, I read that thing so much. Like, like I made fan fiction based on that issue of Daredevil or whatever. Wow. Uh, just because of the way it ended. And, you do that for most comics you read. Like I, well, during sure. the, during the break, you were already scratching down ideas for your fan fiction on best wishes. Oh yeah. yeah. I've got a total uh, universe <laughs> expansion, uh, planned out. <laughs> Where does Josh go from here? We'll find out in Eric's fan fiction. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I loved uh, some of those. Old That's cool. Yeah, those are yeah. fun. Yeah. Conan meets Wolverine, all, yeah, that, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's even... Uh, I mean, there's also some terrible ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's awful ones. And you know what's funny, too, is like looking back on them now, there's at least a half dozen of them that became actual Marvel storylines. Especially towards the end of the, the second one. Yeah. yeah. Or even the 70s one, there's like, you know, what if Jane Foster wielded the hammer? And, oh, yeah, that's right. And that's what right. if Spider-Man's clone had lived? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, all, all kinds of them. Um, but, yeah, I think I think there was just a lot of cool ideas, and they were... They were like, uh, it was literally they were ahead of themselves because that was like something that they weren't quite ready to shake up the Marvel universe with. Right. But you know, eventually, years later, they were. So those what if books were like ahead of their time because they were allowing writers to just kind of do whatever, right, and not really have to worry about keeping everything the same. And how fun would it have been to do a what if back in the day? Oh, right, right? yeah. Just uh, you know, like oh hey, here's this like famous storyline and. I get to like take this one chunk of it and then just go yeah. nuts with it. Yeah. Yeah. That is super cool. Uh and like even some of them were done by, you know, like I know the uh what if uh Electra had lived was done by Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like like still in his Daredevil Prime at the time. Yeah. And he was probably like, Huh, that's a good idea. Maybe I should just bring her back. <laughs> But I think uh, with the most cases and and what ifs and else worlds, uh, it usually ends poorly or winds back up with the status quo. Yeah, that's true. I like it when they end poorly. Oh oh, yeah, like that's much much better story. It's it's more satisfying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like with DC and their else worlds, like it just got eventually to the point where. Like, especially if there was a Superman one. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, what if Superman was, you know, raised at the bottom of the ocean? And then, like, at the very end, he becomes Superman and meets Lois Lane. Yeah. Every single yeah. fucking one. Right. You're like, oh, it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. I think the only one that ever did was uh, Red Sun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which ended phenomenally and ended fucking weird. Really? Yeah. I've still never read that. It's... The only Mark Miller thing that I can strongly recommend. Right. Like, like for all his horrible things that he writes and the horrible way that he writes them. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. For some reason, Superman is a character he truly gets. Huh. Because uh, even his, because uh, he did the uh, Superman animated book for a while. Uh, the, the one based on the really? cartoon. And uh, like, they were great stories. Like, he gets super... Huh, isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah. Because he usually kind of gravitates towards, like... He's, like Superman's got to butt-fuck everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, fuck you, fanboy. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I'm tired of you reading comic books. Let me just publish a comic book right. uh, about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. What also, you know... Grant Morrison also ghost group parts. That's of Red that's what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that theory. Yeah, but I don't think it's a theory. yeah. It's not a theory. Yeah. It's more like yeah, he <laughs> just happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of Grant Morrison, uh, he and uh, Derek Robertson's uh, Happy, uh, which we reviewed once. Oh yeah, is, uh, now a television program. Do you think maybe? The producers of the television show heard our review and said, "Hey, this sounds like it could be something." Absolutely. That, so we are we are instrumental yep. in the yep. oh, wow. 
Let's pat yourself on the back. I did, I think we deserve yeah, it. Yeah, we absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's probably our fault then, also, that we didn't talk a lot about Derek Robertson then, because uh, oh, he's he's, he's not none, none of the advertisements. Full credit for <laughs> his contribution. Yeah. Maybe he's like the Alan Moore of this project. He just he's like take my name <laughs> off of it. Yeah, so did you watch any of that? I watched uh, the first episode. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not great, uh, but you know, it seems to be following the comic. So That's cool. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, Christopher Maloney, who plays uh, Nick Sachs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a great actor, and uh, it's, it's fun to watch him do the thing he's doing. We had uh, never sold our, our graphic novel of, of Happy, so it was on the shelf. And when they announced the TV show, I ordered, um, I went ahead and ordered the new version as well. So I have two copies and they both sold this week. So, nice. so people are yeah. taking note. I, I probably won't reorder it unless someone asks because it took like two years to sell the sure. first copy, but, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. But it also only took you a week to sell the second. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, kind of cool like in a way like like you know like like a i don't understand why people weren't on board with that book in the first place Mm because it's grant morrison and Derek robertson like two fairly big names i I would assume i I think i i can't remember exactly but i think i liked it but i was just kind of like it was was, it was all right you know that kind of thing it's it's a lot of fun yeah it's not great it's not you know it's not something... pushing the boundaries of what comics can do. Right. It's pushing the boundaries of taste. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's true. I found that incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's essentially kind of what the TV show is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was fun. It's, yeah. Uh, second episode just came out, so, you know. Uh, oh, it's not one of those where they just vomit them all out? No, oh, it's okay. a weekly series, like, like traditional television. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the news? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool if they like put out a whole season of the news like all at once? <laughs> like they tell you everything that's gonna sure, like all sure. the weather for the next year right. precisely. You know. Yeah. Is that gonna happen? That's not gonna happen. Listen, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Technology. Right. It's getting crazier. Yeah. Paul Chadwick knows. Yeah. I, I did look in the back while you were taking your break and it said that he he was uh he he studied like graphic design or something. Uh he went to the Art Center College of Design. So yeah, he. I was probably in the like. It didn't say sixty-four. <laughs> it doesn't say, but um, but yeah, it's probably probably a good quarter of a century ago at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I mean, he was making comics. Yeah, a quarter century. Ago. So yeah, it was probably more like thirty-five years ago. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything uh, of gotten some cool books i uh, saw some yeah yeah uh one of which uh i didn't show you because i know you have your own copy the oh. charles burns black hole artist edition oh my god <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> it's it's so cool it really is yeah I don't buy. I've only bought two of those kind of books ever. I bought the Will Eisner one, the Spirit one, years ago, mm-hmm. like ten years ago or whatever. And then I bought this one because I just couldn't 
couldn't pass that up, and it, it's amazing. It really is. It's it's you know for those of you who don't know, they're like full size reproductions and a giant hardcover of the original art. So I mean, they measure like what fourteen by twenty or something. Similar I mean, it's, that, yeah. it's huge. Yeah, it's like a, a a book that's much bigger than you can like comfortably like look through unless you have it like on a podium or. A, yeah. I I have mine on, um, like I have like a, this you know, table with all my long boxes of comics on it. And I put, I put it on top of that on a giant flat surface to look through it. And it's beautiful. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, um, I know you got yours before I got mine and like you texted me and it was like, there's whiteout. (laughs) That's right. I was like, Oh, thank God. Right. And so then I get mine and I look through it. And literally, the only place that I saw any whiteout whatsoever is like a two, three page segment where <laughs> he clearly, he drew a bunch of dudes talking and he drew like full lips and then at some point decided against that. And so there's whiteout over like the, upper the lip. line of where like the upper lip is. Right. On all, is, on all those panels. On all yeah. those panels. And then it. <laughs> I, I swear, I, I can't, like, give you an example, but I swear I saw, like, at least one more, if not... Oh, there was, like, some some eyes were changed. Okay. And then maybe, like, something else that looked like it, it could have been a, mis- a mistake, I hope. <laughs> because that was what we were worried about, because he's, like, so, like... He seems like he's, like... He's, like, a tool song. He's, like, this calculating and, like... <laughs> He slithers up and from the depths of wherever and puts these beautifully rendered, perfect comics out in the right. world. And we were worried that he makes no mistakes. And we're not sure still <laughs> because it looks like everything that is changed was maybe just a decision change. Right. Not, not because, oh, I fucked that yeah. up. Yeah. Let me fix that. More just like this would be more appropriate. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I swear I'm gonna look. I think there was one when I was like, oh, that could have been a mistake. Yeah, yeah. I might have just been telling myself that. He, he's human after all, right? Uh, like, like I, I mean, I didn't look through it super closely because it was also crushing me. It's huge, yeah. Literally and metaphorically, <laughs> uh, and financially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a cheap book. No, it's like retail is like 150, but yeah. we both got them discounted through various means. Yeah, I mean, not much of a discount, but right. yeah, uh, I think I still paid 124 at something like that. Yeah. yeah, mine was like right around 100. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, like like I was looking for like paste ups. Yeah, you know? right. And like the only thing I saw was like, oh, he just cut out this text so that he could put it in the back yeah 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 there's like i think and there's a like a one-page splash of uh this this character in his room and i think there's like like he clearly like took an image from an album cover and reduced it tiny and just cut it out and pasted it on like the album yep something like that yeah yeah he's (laughs) he's something he is charles burns charles burns uh, speaking of another book that uh, could crush me or anyone like in its path, 
Uh, I got the uh, Jack Kirby Fourth World Omnibus yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, 1,528-page monster of a hardback uh, of every Fourth World New Gods comic that Jack Kirby did over at DC. It is one of the thickest comics I've ever seen. Yeah, I think it actually is the biggest omnibus DC has published. Wow. Uh, prior to that, the the biggest one before that was uh, the one that has every issue of The Invisibles. Oh, okay. Which is, I think, like some like 50-some issues, and this one's like almost 60 or wow. 70 issues of comics. What if they would have like misprinted two pages out of order and had to redo the whole <laughs> production of that? Uh, I don't know. Didn't uh, didn't they have to do that with uh, Crisis on uh, Infinite Earths back? Uh, oh, did like they? Fifteen years ago, whatever that was. Oh, I don't remember. I, I remember there was like they put out that like really deluxe like slipcase oh, uh, edition with Alex Ross cover. Yeah, the... yeah, and uh, there was like two panels that were uh, like misprinted. Oh my! Oh, but that's what they did though. They just sent out they sent out, like a piece of paper that had those panels on it or Is something that like that. There. Well, I, I remember that happening. I can't remember if it was with Crisis, but there was some like expensive book that they didn't want to reprint. Right. No, it was it was a different book. Okay. It was, but I just remember this trade was misprinted, and they sent out like a piece of paper that had that page <laughs> in correct order, and like they said, just give this to any of your customers that bought this book. That seems cheap. And yeah. Shitty. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't think they. Do. I think they actually pulled the yeah. reprinted Crisis, but. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Uh, yeah, let's hope they that didn't happen. I know. I know the issue of Monsters Unleashed that came out a couple weeks ago is number eight of the Marvel book. Um, uh, uh, the, the current series. Yeah, like a huge portion of the print run. Um, like halfway through the book, you like you flip a, you just turn the page, and all of a sudden it's a Luke Cage comic for like. Four pages. Are you sure it's not like a Snickers ad? Or no, like I know. Right? No, no, because they recalled it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it could have been one of those things. But yeah, no, ours were fine, but they sent out replacement copies to every okay. store because they weren't sure whose were bad. Right, right. But yeah, like so, yeah, if you read Monsters Unleashed, check check your uh, check your pages. You might all of a sudden have a Luke Cage comic for a few pages, and then it goes back just right. into the story where it should have been. Yeah. Uh, the only comic I've ever bought that, like, had some sort of misprint like that. And I remember, like, there was a weird period of time when, like, shit like that, like, was, like, becoming collector's items. Yeah. Like, I remember there was, like, an issue of Sandman or something that, like, had a misprint in it and, like, it became, like, worth a hundred dollars <laughs> or something like that. Uh, but when, uh, uh, Alan Moore and, uh, J.H. Williams' Promethea, Oh, yeah. I bought the first issue, and I was reading it, and, like, about halfway through, like, it started feeling very repetitive. (laughs) (laughs) But you thought it was, like, a story element. I did, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like it was, because, like, the character is, like, dreaming or, like, having, like, a weird, like, you know, other dimensional (laughs) experience. And it's like, oh, okay, so she's reliving, like, you know, stuff that already happened to her earlier. <laughs> Jay Trillium's art is, like, crazy, like, even at the time. You know, and, <laughs> uh, no, it was just, uh, they reprinted <laughs> the first half of the book. Uh, That's twice. funny. That's yeah. funny. Maybe it was, yeah, it was some weird 
magic spell on them where it was doing. <laughs> Quite possible. Uh, yeah, like, like, there's always been, you know, stuff I've heard about, like, you know, like, like, accidental racial slurs. You're right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been plenty of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the Wolverine comic where yep. someone is called a kike or yep. something, and, uh, that X-Men Gold number one. Oh, yeah. That was very recent. That was very recent. That wasn't a misprinter. No. That was just... An artist snuck in some propaganda yep. Yep. religious propaganda yeah that yeah that'd be that'd be kind of an odd little collection to put all those together right but, mm. uh, yeah. yeah comics are fun comics are fun we should read another one what but we've already read so many i know we have but there's so many out there that have yet to be read. That's true. Ain't he right? <laughs> <laughs> like which one, for example? Uh, so I've you know, sort of hinted at it early. Uh, didn't really have anything picked uh, mm-hmm. before you showed up to my house today. Because mm-hmm. uh, cause you're like, how can we top the one that we just read? Sure. I think, well, I read that one. I was like... I don't want to read comics. I'm done with comics. (laughs) You're like, if Woody Allen movies are this good, I'm only watching movies from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So I've had like four in mind tonight. One of which was Aliens that are written. Veto. Yeah, yeah. Um... So I still haven't decided. We we were during our break, kind of trying to figure out what have we done recently. Yeah, and uh, what have we been doing with our lives? Well, there's that's that's an eternal question <laughs> that has been plaguing us for forty years. Uh, uh, the first five were great. Okay, so yeah. thirty five years. Yeah. Um, Still not entirely 100% mm. sure of which one I am picking. Mm. In fact, I am changing it up in my brain right now. Uh, oh, wow. I can smell that. It's happening. Uh, we, we know we have. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we have never done a book with this character, but we have. We have. Mm. Um... If you don't pick one in 12 seconds, I'm picking one. <laughs> that was in the rules that you signed. You might not have read all the small print. <laughs> all right. Then I am I'm going back with my, my second, third choice, <laughs> uh, which is, I'm pretty sure, a character that we have never read before. Okay. Uh, and uh, following uh, apparently our tradition of... Uh, we read a few indie books and then an old Marvel. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going to kind of do that. Uh, but it's not that old. Okay. Uh, within the last ten years or so. Uh, but we are going to read, I hope, uh, Thor, the Mighty Avenger, the eight-issue Roger Landridge and Chris Somney book. Oh, cool. Okay. I have not read this. All right. And I am not opposed. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Cool. But what's it called? Thor, Mighty... Thor, the Mighty Avenger. The Mighty Avenger, okay. Sweet. Cool. All right, let's Thor it up, yo. Thor, yeah. 
Thor. Yeah, I like it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> well, to be fair, we've had a lot to suffer through. That is true. And we're not in our peak performing. Absolutely yeah. not. It's been rough. It has. Uh, it's been real rough the last few weeks for me, at yeah. least. Yeah. I was just referring to the book we had to read. Well, but... that too. That didn't help. No. Did not help. Hmm. <laughs> well, Alrighty, then. Hopefully Thor is better. I hope so as well. Alrighty. Right. At least there'll be more punching in that one. Yeah. That way I'll understand it more. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Goodbye. See you. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Gutter Trash.